Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I share my successes and my failures and hope that you can learn something from my experience and make your life a little better. Today's episode is called Think of Yourself as Dead. Does your past weigh heavy on you? Do you let your past mistakes keep you from making the changes that you want to in your life? Today, I want to talk about how changing our perspective on the past can help us make better choices for the future. Remind yourself that the past and the future are indifferent to you and that the supreme good and eudaimonia can only exist within you right now in the present moment. Donald J. Robertson When we think about our lives and the passage of time, we often think of our past as the cause and the present is the effect of that past. We hold on to the idea that we are the product of all the past events that have ever happened to us. But what if this wasn't quite true? If we follow the idea that the present is caused by the past and that each of us is a result of our past, it means that we are being driven into the present and the future by what happened in the past. Because the past is unchangeable, then it means that we have little or no ability to actually choose our future. This would be a form of determinism, or the idea that our lives are predetermined by the past and that we have no free will. We are like machines that are at the effect of past events. For example, there are people who suffered trauma as children who will often excuse their current bad behavior on the things that happened to them in the past. They just throw up their hands stating that this is just the way that they are and they cannot change. But if this were the case, then every person that was ever abused as a child would behave badly and it would not be their fault. And more to the point, if we believe that the cause of their current bad behavior was childhood abuse, then that would mean that everyone who was abused as a childhood would turn out to be an abusive person as an adult. And as we can see, this is simply not the case. There are plenty of people in this world that have had terrible childhoods, yet grow up to be kind and compassionate and responsible people. The only reason that past events have any influence on the present or the future is because of the meaning that we give to those events. Nothing is determined by those events. We let the meaning that we give that past affect our current choices. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Master Uguay.
The Order of Time by Carlo Rovelli is a book about quantum gravity. Now, quantum gravity is the field in science that is trying to reconcile quantum physics and general relativity. Now, the topic is very complex and deep, and I won't go too much into it right now. But there was this idea that really shifted my perspective on how to think about our progression of going through time. The way that Rovelli explains it, most of us think that our past determines the future, that the events that happened in the past create the future. A basic cause and effect paradigm that makes sense to our linear brains. But in learning to understand quantum gravity, it appears that rather than causing the future, the past is just an echo or a record of present moments flowing behind us. The way I like to visualize it is it's like we're on a boat on a lake. And as we're cruising along, we're creating a wake. The present is the boat and it's moving towards the future. And the past is like the wake behind the boat. We can see the influence of the present on the past, but the past, which is the wake, has little influence on the future. And for me, this is what it means to live in the present moment. We can let go of the past events because we recognize that once something is in the past, only what we do in the present has any influence on the next present moment. It means that the choices and decisions that we are making, whether we're fully conscious of them or not, are under our control and our responsibility. It also means that at any moment in the present, we can decide to make a choice that is not tethered to the past. The past is just a guidepost, not a hitching post. L. Thomas Holdcroft Often, we blame the past for why we act a certain way. But just because something happened some way in the past does not mean that it has to be the same in the present or the future. Simply put, the past is not a predictor of the future. And so why is this idea so important? Well, for me, I really love the idea that each present moment is a fresh instance of time and that it's not so tightly bound to the past. It means that at any moment, you can make a different or a better choice. And that's incredibly powerful. It means that even if you had a certain belief or a certain way of thinking or behaving in the past, it does not determine who you are at this moment or who you will be in the future. Each moment is a new one to start over. Now, obviously, this doesn't change or negate what happened in the past. Just because you decide to make a new choice doesn't mean that your past choices disappear. You'll still have to work within the circumstances you find yourself in, but it does mean that you can be someone different just by making different choices. Maybe the past you was lazy, or maybe the past you drank too much at parties, or maybe the past you was conflict avoidant and shied away from difficult conversations. The good thing is, is the present you can make a different choice right now. So why do we hold on to the past so strongly? Well, from an evolutionary standpoint, it makes sense. If we're still alive, then the behaviors from the past are the ones that worked. And they may not have been the most effective, but at some level they kept us alive. So in a sense, we should be grateful for our past selves. They got us to where we are today, and we're still breathing. Another reason why we hold on so deeply to the past is that we often internalize our past with our identity. Now what do I mean by that? In short, we hold on to our past to tell us who we are. We form a lot of our identity based upon our memories and our experiences. And what I'm referring to in this case is that often we cast ourselves in a role and we make choices based upon trying to be consistent with that role. For example, when I thought of myself as a Mormon, I behaved a certain way. I made choices based on a belief system that gave me a certain perspective about reality. One of those beliefs was that we had the one true church and that everyone else was living in sin and error. 
Now, once I let go of that belief system, my perspective on life changed pretty dramatically. I stopped thinking that others were lesser than me simply because they didn't hold the same beliefs that I did. I recognized that it was more important how people behave than what other people believe. Think of yourself as dead. You have already lived. Now take what's left and live it properly. Marcus Aurelius When I read this quote, it made me think of a thought experiment, and I'd like to do that with you now. Let's pretend that you lost your memory. Everything else functions just fine. You can speak and move, but you just can't remember anything about your life. Would you be the same person? If you could not remember your past, how would you know what choices to make? How would you know what your preferences were? With this idea in mind, when you're faced with a difficult choice and you feel anxious because of past mistakes, what if you just pretended like you couldn't remember any of those mistakes? What if you gave yourself a blank slate? What choice would you make then? When you take the time to let go of your preconceived ideas from the past, you open yourself to seeing things with fresh eyes. You're able to release judgments and can try and evaluate options on their own merits. From a Zen perspective, this would be the ultimate beginner's mind. Now, I know this could be a much deeper conversation about identity and so on, and there have been volumes dedicated to trying to understand the concept of identity. But with this simple kind of perspective shift, it allows you to view all kinds of opportunities with less judgment from the past. It frees you from the weight of things you've done and who you thought you were. We place a lot of importance on the past. And while it is helpful to understand and learn from the past, it can also be a heavy weight that won't allow us to move forward. When we recognize that we are not tethered to the past, we can make different choices at any moment. We have the opportunity to make a fresh start every single day. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.